Conversation cussing and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. Here we go, off and running on this Thanksgiving Eve, 2022. It is the 23rd day of November, 2022. This is the Horn, head on where you'll find us on the interweb, too. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza. That is the Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Round, and whatever time it is when you're listening to the podcast and thank you for listening to the podcast thank you for listening and participating in this long-running conversation in whatever manner you so choose if you pop by right now uh, you will be greeted i want to make sure i get this right by early arrivers uh, squeaky and anatole and capably moderated by longtime inveterate, indefatigable veteran chat room moderator Sparky, who, although he is a third stage guild navigator and usually doesn't work Wednesdays, uh, has not folded space to become man cave. He is capably assisted by his uh, a- his agricultural comrade from a little further north, Roger, in Oregon. I'm there too, but I don't moderate worth a damn, so there's that. Um, Where oh uh, yeah every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude and this program is no different so we say thank you to our 23rd day of the month subscribers and that means uh, profound thanks go out to uh, well wait a minute uh, yeah there we go our pals at Mellow Moonlit Meadow. Thank you so much, and thank you to Cat uh, uh, in Ohio for following up on her challenge, and to Tracy for hers. Thank you so much. We have uh, only one, only one subscriber on the twenty-third of the month. It would be great if there could be more. If you'd like to help out, the subscription—it's just a matter of uh, clicking the box that says "Make this a recurring monthly donation," and it'll come out on whatever day you do that. I apologize in advance uh, on this uh, prayer meeting Wednesday. Um, I was 
sneezing and well, what, it, there was a little crying involved yesterday too, quite honestly. But most, of, a lot of it was just what appears to be some sort of allergy because. Well, I don't know, but I'm sneezing, my eyes are watering, and uh, I'll try to get through the three hours of the program. Uh, fundraising goal, as it stands, is somewhere around $1,300. Um, we're trying to, let's see, so that would be, uh, we're, we're trying to finish off last Thursday, and then Friday on the front porch, and that would get, and, and so that 400 would take care of funding for last week. Um, if you want to help out, the PayPal button's easy to use. It's right there at headon.live. If you prefer the U.S. Postal Service, well, that address is there on the uh, Contribute page, the Contribute tab. And we'll see where things where things go this evening. Um, well, that's, that's, that's true. Um, uh, Soxertes, he, he of the changing name. Soxertes has been in for a little bit. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Um, there's no. The goddess of irony. And of course, one never wants to tweak her little pink tomato nose. Uh, the goddess of irony, though, I almost feel like if you, if we were to go looking around the country, we might find that there's a podcast out there called The Slaughter Report. It's time for The Slaughter Report. I'm Bill Slaughter. Here's the report. I know. So, you know already what happened. The National Ruble, I mean, Rifle Association's roulette wheel of death stopped in Chesapeake, Virginia last night. And uh, six individuals watered the tree of liberty. I mean, that's the way they talk over on the right wing, the gun humpers and the gun freaks and the gun goobers. You remember what Thomas Jefferson said? The tree of liberty must be watered from time to time. Wait a minute, he had a high, he, had a, he was said to have had a high reedy voice, so. The tree of liberty must be watered from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. So I'm assuming that the six people who were slaughtered last night in Chesapeake, Virginia, at the Wally World, I'm, I'm assuming they're patriots because they didn't seem terribly tyrannical. I've never met any tyrannical Walmart employees and known a few, know a few. <sighs> Apparently, a mid-level manager of Wally World walked into the break room and slaughtered six working people and then turned the gun on himself. And the first thing I thought was, I have known people who worked 
in management at Walmart. And they have shit jobs. I can't imagine that there's a good job at Walmart. The people slaughtered were part of the overnight crew. That Walmart closes at like, uh, I guess, 11 o'clock or something. It was shortly before closing time. The overnight crew goes through and stocks the shelves in peace and quiet. Until they don't. And so shock and grief, anger and mourning have visited themselves upon the people of Chesapeake, Virginia. Virginia loves itself some Second Amendment. And I guess in regard to the murderer there... Well, they came and they took his weapon from his cold, dead fingers. And, you know, the the usual caveat applies. Nothing will be done. Oh, I'm sure Glenn Youngkin has already uh, offered up uh, tots and pears... Yeah, absolutely worthless, meaningless, because Glenn Youngkin cannot exercise power without the without with, without the support of the kind of people who think that the access to firearms by pasty-faced, doughy old white men is more important than somebody being able to finish their shift and go home for Thanksgiving. Imagine all the Thanksgiving tables that are going to be spread with heartache and grief. But we sure do got us some Second Amendment freedom, don't we? Hoo-wee! lot of Second Amendment freedom! It's sickening. And, of course, there was a, uh, what's that, Steve, in New York, what Thomas, Je- what Thomas Jefferson said? Hold on, Sally, here it comes. <sighs> Steve, too soon. Uh, Steve added, I won't get into why, but subject line hatred. I do honestly hate all people except the people on my personal list. I understand how you could get there. I truly do. I got a head up for heads up from uh, Kevin in Colorado Springs yesterday evening, as the uh, news was spreading that lawyers for Andy Aldrich, the monster who perpetrated the slaughter at uh, Club Q in Colorado Springs. Well, his petty foggers, and I don't know if they're public defenders or if they're retained counsel, but they issued a statement 
that makes no sense whatsoever in or out of context, in which they inform the world that their client, Andy Aldrich, is non-binary and wants to be referred to as they-them for pronouns. I'm sure Herschel Walker would respond, Don't need no pronouns. Need guns and bullets and push-ups and sit-ups. No pronouns in the middle. Actually, we've got a Herschel Walker thing here. It's it, Everything seems so damn grim. Uh, let's, uh, let's deal with this. Over on Fox News TV, Radio Rwanda... Herschel showed up last night talking about the big Georgia Senate race as he sat between Rafaelito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed booger-eating future king of America, and Miss Lindsay Lady G. Graham. It got awkward because the goddess of irony has Herschel firmly in hand. Now, this is a guy who, who who was barking and grunting just Sunday saying, you ask a Democrat and they won't even tell you what a woman is. Well, Herschel sitting there between those two incredibly butch, manly men. Well, Herschel knows what a man is. A man? Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. And I said this. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. Yeah, this election's about the people. And all of a sudden, Miss Lindsay turns and looks at him and nods. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, this election is about the people. It's just a slip of the tongue. It can happen to anybody. But it happened to Herschel Walker because the goddess of irony wanted it to happen to Herschel Walker. And I said this. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. And I said this. Well, yeah, and Rafaelito's over there nodding, too. He likes some erection for the people. He. We take our little moments of madcap, zany, wacky, comedic joy, where we find them. Yeah, Herschel, don't tell us any more about the erection. Now now 16 different women were, will come out of the woodwork and say, you know, he, he, he talked a lot about his erection. He did. <sighs> I'm glad you got a giggle, Ralphs. Yay. But uh, I, I thought we would. I thought I would uh, add that little bit of uh, hilarity. Oh, and by the way, by the way, by the way, uh, as we were, as all of us, we've been processing the. Uh, Second Amendment outbreak at Club Q. And then last night, the Second Amendment outbreak at uh, 
Wally World in Chesapeake, Virginia. Well, shoot. We, I didn't even get to the point where I could go fully into the, into, the, into the Second Amendment outbreak in Chesapeake, Virginia, before, lo and behold, there was another outbreak of Second Amendment freedom in Philly. You know how it is. You probably remember. You're coming into the holiday season, and kids get all excited, and they, uh, Sometimes school lets out a little early. There are some counties in West Virginia that just cancel school altogether during this week because it's the first week of uh, uh, buck rifle season. And the boys won't be there either anyway, and some of the girls won't as well because they hunting with the mamas or the daddies. But that's not the case in Philly. Uh, right nearby the intersection of 60th and Oxford Streets, and if Clarence and Todd are listening, I'm sure they know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, they, they let school out three hours early because of the Thanksgiving holiday. Kids weren't much focused in any way, and it's a holiday, and, you know. So the uh, two of the boys and two of the girls were about a block away from Overbrook High School when they got shot. And wounded. They're alive. <sighs> Finally some good news. They're alive. Yeah, when the cops showed up, they found bullet holes in the door and the window to a beauty salon near the intersection. Nobody else was reported as having been hurt except for the two boys and two girls who had been dismissed from school early because of the Thanksgiving holiday. And it's just... What? Merca? Is that what we say? It's Merca? Well, anyway, going back to uh, Colorado Springs, Andy Aldrich uh, had his initial appearance in court today. His pettifoggers were doing the best they could to make him look like a an aging mafia don. He was all slumped over to one side in his chair. And they had, and, and, and that's from the ass beating that he took from the retired Marine major and the trans woman. And he had some redness around his face, bruised up, bloodied. He's 22. And this is the big news, the, the fact that he said he's a they-them and they're non-binary. And this puts me in a quandary. Because rule one 
is you never question somebody's identity. The best example I put forward for that is that um, I will never question the identity of Caitlyn Jenner. She's horrible. She's toxic. She's a walking embarrassment. And I wouldn't pee in, I wouldn't squat to pee on her if her guts were on fire, but I will not question her gender identity. And so any time that you come up with a never statement, the goddess of irony will hand you, hand you a reason. Well, she will make a hypocrite of you sooner or later. And I kind of find myself there right now. Because if Andy Aldrich is non-binary, I am the dread empress of of the amorphous, multi-limbed people of Norblap Nine. Just saying. Bear with me here. Lawyers generally don't just come out and babble something. I mean, some bad lawyers do. I mean, think about, oh, I don't know, counsel for the parking garage or the Kraken lawyer. Sometimes lawyers just say stupid things. But as a general rule, lawyers don't make public pronouncements about their clients unless, they're, unless they perceive some benefit to be had by making that statement. Now, in this case, Andy Aldrich, Andy, um, has been charged both with murder and with bias-motivated crimes. I can't quite conceive of it, but there's been a lot of chatter today over the fact that maybe his lawyers are doing this because they're trying to help their client evade the bias crimes charges. Oh, Your Honor, our client couldn't possibly be capable of a bias crime because our client is a non-binary individual. Good luck with that, if that's the case. I personally don't think it is the case, and I'll explain why in a moment. But it reminded me of something that happened a few years ago. And we even talked about it on this program. Because it was so... uh, Oh, oh, by the way, Brother Deacon Asa says, I hereby award Steve in New York two, count them, two murder hornets in the depths of the hot place. we got to find a sound effect for the murder hornets. Um, yeah, that was for what Thomas Jefferson said. And maybe for the hatred comment. Uh, Steve adds, I'm allowed to say this. Lindsey Graham is dick in the the ass-loving fag. I'm claiming my faggot agency here. Steve, that's an awful word, and you do, you you, you are empowered to use it. Um, Adding, Steve does, I'm sorry about my nastiness. 
I've got nothing but vitriol to give. They, them, who gives a fuck? I'll not question it, but if Andy is non-binary, that just means I get to shoot they, them in the back and front of the head. As a self-embracing sociopath, I simply no longer care. Agent Fred, he's being metaphorical. Because he is. Um, but back to the non-binary business. When when I saw that 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 theory posited, and you know there was a some talk on uh, uh, MSNBC as to whether that was a strategy to get rid of the the, the hate crimes charges. What that immediately made me remember, because this program's been on the air for damn near twenty percent of a century. How is that for a way, of, a different way of saying two decades or twenty years? Twenty percent of a century, son of a gun! But I could not help remembering years back when the Amish community in Ohio was absolutely terrorized by and 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 I realize you're probably going to struggle with this conceptually I know I did Amish on Amish terrorist violence now it's real and it's being prayer meeting Wednesday we can talk about this kind of thing the Amish have a hang-up I call it a hang-up the Amish have a hang-up with guys having to grow beards. I mean, they're certainly not the only one. There's other religious faith traditions that think that their God won't like them if they don't have some scruffly jawline hair. Uh, but it is, it is deeply religiously rooted, the, the, these beards are. And within the Amish community, um, some guy, some Amish guy decided that there was a, there had been an outbreak of a serious lack of orthodoxy and ideological purity. And the little, the, the, the little band that, uh, of, of criminals that he led went around assaulting other Amish men and shaving off their beards, causing them, of course, to be horrified and certain that God, their God wouldn't like them anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the great big bearded juvenile delinquent in the sky can't tell the difference between what's a man and what's a woman unless there's a beard involved. But the point of all of this is that those dudes were convicted of hate crimes because their crimes were motivated by bias, and what they did was a function of bias. So I'm hard-pressed to know, figure out how this is going to uh, play out to uh, Anderson Aldrich's advantage, but I have another theory 
Because anytime somebody goes in and starts slaughtering members of the LGBTQ, QQIA plus community, the potential that it is, is a hate-motivated crime is always at the top of mind. And, in, and, and we talked about this back in the spring. In too many states in this union, it is acceptable in trying someone for one of these murderers for the murderer to mount an affirmative defense that is generally referred to as the gay panic defense or the trans panic defense. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Uh, Billable Rick says, Amish on Amish violence. Isn't Amish on Amish violence depicted in the Weird Al Yankovic music video Amish Paradise? I'll have to go back and review the tape for that. But like I said, in a number of jurisdictions in this country, if you are charged with murdering um, a gay or trans person, counsel can walk into court and said and say my client was rendered temporarily insane because of trans panic or gay panic and couldn't cope with the fact that they wanted to or had had sex with a gay or trans person And we'll save the broader discussion of how bizarre that is for later. But killers have walked on that. I did a little research earlier today. Turns out that the state of Colorado in maybe 2019, the legislature of the state of Colorado passed a statute that forbade the defense of gay panic or trans panic in a criminal case. Hmm. That made all kinds of light bulbs go on for me. Because you know that had that defense been available to the pettifoggers for uh, Andy Aldrich, Anderson Lee Aldrich, There would have been no need to issue a statement saying he, they, whatever, was non-binary. Instead, they just would have marched into court and say, and said, Your Honor, our client temporary, temporarily lost his mind because he had, uh, he realized he had sexual attraction to, fill in the blank, a gay person, a trans person, a non-binary person, and because of that temporary insanity, went in and committed a mass murder. That defense would probably work, just as a for instance, in West Virginia, or in Alabama, or Mississippi, or Tennessee, or Kentucky. Maybe Old Virginia. Possibly the Buckeye State.
because more states are silent on the issue than have taken affirmative uh, affirmative steps to make sure that that awful, specious, garbage defense isn't allowed to darken isn't allowed to darken a courtroom. So what better thing to do than since you can't have the since you can't have the uh, the uh, trans panic or gay panic defense, well, just declare your client to be non-binary. Now, this, if he's non-binary, it's a, he's a hell of a non-binary because uh, his social media is apparently filthy with things like burning rainbow flags or burning a trans flag or talking about how he hates that word Steve used a little bit ago. And this is an attempt to mitigate it. I confess I had kind of an aha moment when I saw that. Aha! So, you know, I, I, I could be wrong. But it makes more sense than just about anything else. Uh, the, other, uh, the other issue is that the lawyer, during the brief initial appearance, uh, the pettifoggers asked whether the police had, uh, had, had, had access to social media and electronics for their client, saying that some of that material might be privileged, trying to figure out how a social media post could possibly be privileged. But pettifoggers going to pettifog. And they made clear that their client hasn't given permission for a search of records publicly available. So the state of Colorado will have to go through the additional, uh, jump the additional hoops of getting a search warrant to look at stuff that this guy put out in public. And meanwhile, uh, records have long since been sealed as to any previous psychiatric treatment or whether red flag laws, you know, the ones that were passed into law in 2019, had been implicated. And uh, at, a, at a briefing, the cops said that uh, Colorado has strict sealing laws, and they can't even say whether those records exist. Wow. I mean, I have a, I have, I have a better than, a better than usual understanding of how the criminal justice system works. Um, Micah with an observation, and I don't think she's wrong. No, you don't get to go to a place and mow down those people and then get to claim kinship when you never did before. Or, in particular, when you talked how much about, about uh, talked about how much 
you despise them. We will probably eventually find out that even if he's not an incel, he was, in fact, radicalized by some right-wing fringe element. And, of course, as sickening as it is, to even say out loud, something like this is going to happen again. And by something like this, I mean a mass shooting. There are with the exception of the gun violence project, there's almost no way to keep track of how many there are of these sorts of things. I'm being told that there are some blips in the stream. I apologize. I'm not seeing any buffering at the moment. Hopefully it'll resolve, but uh, uh, Ralphs did note, darn ads, half hour into your show, ads appear. I'll have to listen to the Horn website stream from now on. That is the most reliable source. And no ads for which we never get so much as one thin penny. Um, Ralph said, what the fuck? All the the police have to do is Google this dude's name. Well, uh, Meta has probably already locked down whatever he was doing there. And... I don't know about Snapchat or Instagram. Instagram, of course, is tied to Facebook. I wonder I wonder what uh, Napoleon Bonaparte would do about that because he's you know he's all about all that free speech. I wonder if he had a Twitter account, Andy. wonder if he posted his hate there. No, I think you're okay, Steve, in New York. I think you're okay. Um, I think you are responding humanly to an inhumane event. At least that's the way it looks from here, because I know I've been I've been a mess too. Oh, let's see. Oh, what uh, um, news out today that the uh, DOJ would like to have a little sit down with former Vice President Mike Pencil Neck Geek. They have not issued a subpoena to him yet, but um, they've they've uh, made inquiry of people who represent him to ask him to talk to them about what happened leading up to and on January the sixth. Well, according to the New York Times. 
On January 4th, the President's Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, summoned me to the Oval Office. This No, actually, this is from his book, because Mike Pencil, Nick Geek, wrote a book and kind of hedged his bets about what happened. On January 4th, the President's Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, summoned me to the Oval Office for a meeting with a long list of attendees, including the legal scholar, eh, John Eastman. Yeah, scholar, you bet. I listened respectfully as Mr. Eastman argued that I should modify the proceedings which required the electoral votes to be opened and counted in alphabetical order by saving the five disputed states until the end. Mr. Eastman claimed I had the authority to return the votes to the states until each legislature certified which of the competing slate of electors for the state was correct. I had already confirmed that there were no competing electors. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, all this happened before Jack Smith was appointed a special prosecutor. And then, of course, if they try to subpoena him, Nitwit Nero will jump in and falsely claim um, executive privilege which he does not have. Nitwit Nero went on to call him a... Uh, call him that which Nitwit Nero says he grabs women by. Back to Virginia. Louise Lucas is president pro tem of the Virginia Senate, and she said, heartbroken that America's latest mass shooting took place at a Walmart in my district, I will not rest until we find the solutions to end this gun violence epidemic in our country that has taken so many lives. Good luck. Because the reason we can't do anything about the epidemic the pandemic of gun violence is not it, it has nothing to do with the way the world operates or gravity or boils gas laws or any laws of, 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 of science and nature it's nothing more complex than Mitch McConnell and Raffaellito Cruz and Lady G and soon to be Senator Jerk Deluxe fake hillbilly Vance. The Republican Party is why we can't do anything about guns. Because in terms of population, they're they're nothing more than a plurality. They're certainly not a majority. But there are enough of them to make sure that, that the NRA's roulette wheel of death spins and spins and spins and spins. 
And of course, this was the uh, second mass shooting in the old Dominion in about a week. When you take into account the uh, slaughter on the uh, slaughter on the tour bus at the University of Virginia. Read a story today about one of the injured. You know, he he murdered three and injured two. The shooter did in Charlottesville. Well, one of them was brought out of his medically induced coma and taken off his vent. And the first words out of his mouth were. How's Deshaun? Because Deshaun was his best friend. Deshaun is dead. And everybody in the room just sort of stared at their shoes. And that's when the young man who had just gotten off his vent realized that he would never be speaking with his best buddy, Deshaun. Ever again. Ever again. Well, I'll tell you what, this is rough for the day before Thanksgiving. And, and program note, I will try to be on the air tomorrow evening at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll try. I... Don't see why I shouldn't be, but that possibility. Yeah, that something might interfere, or I don't know, I might I might OD on turkey and be sound asleep and not be able to be roused. I, I don't know. Yes, yes, uh, Ralphs, he did call Mike Pence that. Mm-hmm. No surprise in that, I think, for any of us. Oh, and just uh, catching up with a couple of things. Uh, Riley Williams, 25-year-old woman from Pennsylvania, the one who stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop and gavel during the terrorist attack of January 6, 2021. Uh, is off. Actually, she's cooling her heels in jail. This is a... Classic example of the difference, uh, the, 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 uh, not that I'm sad or anything, but the, a classic example of the, of the dif- di- difference between justice for the rich and justice for the not-so-rich. Riley Williams is 25 years old, like I said. She's from Harrisburg, PA. She was convicted on six out of eight charges. Um, she exhorted the crowd on she she was wearing a brown trench coat and a ze- carrying a zebra print bag yelling upstairs 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 and then she went on discord and bragged I took Nancy Pelosi's hard drives I don't care kill me 
Well, she and her defense counsel were apparently shocked when, upon being convicted, the trial judge immediately remanded her to the care, custody, and control of the Department of Corrections. Or maybe the Federal Bureau of Prisons. And she was a real piece of work. She went to rallies where the uh, white nationalist, white supremacist podcaster Nick Fuentes was speaking. She was a fangirl. She's also something called a groiper, G-R-O-Y-P-E-R. And this is a gang of trolls who go into conversations and interject um, white supremacist talking points. You might recall Nick Fuentes is the guy who's, who brags about not ever having had sex and says that it is, in fact, gay for a man to have sex with a woman. But uh, she was remanded, remanded straight to jail and was surprised. Maybe she thought she would get the Steve Bannon treatment. I don't know. Steve Bannon, of course, was tried and convicted by a uh, maggot judge who let him continue to walk free until such time as the Supreme Court can get around to overturning the conviction. So, uh, you know, drag your, drag your tin cup across the bars there, Riley. You filthy screws! I'm a patriot! Sure you are, hon. Sure you are. Let's check in in Louisiana for a minute, shall we? Um, Kenny Payne is out on bond. Kenny Payne used to be the police chief of a police department in, uh, I guess, Iberville Parish. He surrendered himself after a grand jury dropped five felony counts of malfeasance in office on him because the evidence tended to indicate that he had a pattern and practice of offering to drop charges against people in exchange for sex. Because, of course, he did. Among other things, uh, he allegedly asked a woman for sexual favors in exchange for having her boyfriend's charges dropped. The woman said she, that he asked her to give her give him a BJ in exchange for the favorable treatment. Uh, 
woman said, he made me show him my phone when I first got there in there to make sure my phone was off and nothing could be recorded because he said this could jeopardize not just his job but his whole life. He said, I know you're willing to do anything to get him out. He took a, took a sticky note off a lady's desk. It was a big pack, and he wrote, will you give me a BJ to get him out of trouble? He took it and did this and showed it to me. I wonder if he'll do any time. Can't help it. I have to wonder. Then back to Philly for a moment. A little bit older story. Um... Uh, Philadelphia Sheriff's Deputy Samir Ahmad got busted selling meth and guns. U.S. Attorney Jacqueline Romero said, As alleged, Samir Ahmad abused his authority to the greatest extent possible. As a sworn law enforcement officer, the defendant was allegedly selling firearms on the street to at least one person who was not permitted to possess them, adding fuel to the already incendiary fire of deadly gun violence in the city of Philadelphia. Working with our law enforcement partners, we're doing all that we can to investigate and prosecute those responsible for the violence. Talk about, hey kid, the first one's free. Really was trying to corner the market, wasn't he? The guns and the meth. Yuck. The thing is, um, the guns that he was selling wound up being used at an ambush last September at Roxborough High School. Both of the firearms the defendant sold on October 13, 2022, were traced by law enforcement as being used in a deadly shooting in Roxborough about two weeks prior. September 27, 2022, at least four individuals opened fire on a group of juveniles leaving a football scrimmage at Roxborough High School in Philly. Five juveniles were shot and one was fatally wounded. But Samir Ahmad saw that as a uh, money-making opportunity. And at some point, somebody will send me an email saying, tell me again why we need cops. Oh, they're the biggest street, biggest, best-armed street gang on the street. And, you know, the thing is, we're always... A day or an hour or a minute away from another horror. So lo and behold, here's the arrest of an individual with a long history of posting conspiracy theories. Cue ball garbage. Declarations that a child sex ring was being run from the U.S. Capitol. Well, this guy uh, from Michigan 
was eventually arrested because he was issuing threats to murder the director of the FBI, namely Christopher Wray, as well as a Democratic member of the House of Representatives, John Garamendi of California. The description of the guy says he's mentally ill. But conspiracies had overtaken his mind, and particularly cue ball conspiracies. You can go, you can't go a day without finding one of these stories. Because they're only, as the saying goes, following orders. They're doing what people above them do. They are following the leader. Alabama. Dear God. The motto down there, we dare defend all rights. Well, apparently in at least one community, Alabama thinks it has the rights to jail women for harming fetuses even when they're not pregnant. That's the case of Stacy Freeman. took place in Etowah County. Um, Etowah County is the, the capital the county seat is uh, Gadsden. You might recall that Gadsden is where Roy, Tol- Roy Tolamore hails from. The guy who was going to make America great by making everybody walk around with a copy of the Ten Commandments hanging around their necks or something. You know, the guy who creepered on Santa's helper at the mall, among other women. Well, a Department of Human Resources uh, uh, employee in Etowah County launched an investigation against Stacy Freeman because one of Stacy Freeman's kids told a social worker that her mom was pregnant. Not my mom's using drugs, not my mom's on meth, not my mom smokes weed, not my mom's a pill head, just my mom's pregnant. And so they hailed her into the Department of Human Resources office, and she said, okay, I'll take a pregnancy test. And so the Department of Human Resources people ordered up a pregnancy test for her, but she never took the test. Would you care to guess why? Period came along. Well, nonetheless, Etowah County Sheriff Investigator Brandy Fuller, Brandy, you're not a fine girl. What a good wife you won't be. And folks had better keep their ships far out to sea.
So they arrested her. And through the course of the investigation, it turns out that this Brandy Fuller, uh, the the power-mad, self-hating woman, has what is described as an obscene number of arrests for pregnant and postpartum women. According to the lawsuit that Ms. Fuller filed, or not Ms. Fuller, but uh, I'm sorry, Ms. Freeman filed, the Sheriff's Department and its employees have been reckless in investigating and making arrests of women for chemical endangerment and then encouraging their prosecution. Well, Etowah County finally did get around to dropping the charges against Ms. Freeman. But the charges have not been expunged. So it's st- so the charge still remains a matter of public record. And they went on and libeled her in the public record, saying that she tested positive for marijuana, amphetamines, and alcohol while pregnant. While she wasn't pregnant. Somewhere along the way, there has to be accountability for this nonsense. And supposedly the way we get accountability is via lawsuits like the one Ms. Freeman has filed. It remains to be seen if she will prevail. And if she doesn't prevail, guess what the Sheriff's Department of Etowah County, Alabama will continue to do? That's right. Torment pregnant women, mainly the ones who, are, of course, are too poor to afford care or good lawyers. I wish this was amazing. It's not. Hey, Herschel, tell us about your election again. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's not going to get old anytime soon. It is uh, prayer meeting Wednesday. So this is more than an appropriate time to uh, check in with Franklin, you know, Franklin Graham. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he's still trying to keep the base riled up. Uh, Franklin... About whom we can we say here in the hills, you know, the truth ain't in him. Well, the Senate passed, and they turned. It turned out they had the votes. By God, today the Senate passed the Respect for Marriage Act by sixty-two to thirty-seven, and it purports to protect the status of um, gay and interracial marriages. 
in 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 the face of the ongoing uh, declarations by Clarence Pubes on the Coke can Fappy Thomas that uh, he wants to he wants to destroy some marriages, some gay marriages, not his interracial marriages, but his gay marriages. They had debate on the floor. For instance, here's Chuck Schumer. It is taking a truly bold step forward in the march towards greater justice, greater equality by advancing the Respect for Marriage Act. We can ease the fear that millions Tammy of same-sex and interracial couples have that their freedoms and their rights could be stripped away. This is about ensuring American families... Oh, God, it's Curtsy and Kirsten Cinema. ...who share the... Who, like a blind hog, found an acorn today. ...the ideals of all marriages, love, devotion and sacrifice can continue to count on the basic rights and responsibilities that come with their marriages. This is the kind of bill that should get one Klobuchar. Votes. It's about equality, it's about dignity, and it's about love. If you want to stand for family values, let's start by enacting protections for every family in America. For the sake of millions of married couples who want to Chuck. live their lives without discrimination, and for the sake of every person out there, young and old alike, who wonder if they too deserve to be treated with fairness and dignity and basic decency. I strongly urge my colleagues to vote yes on moving forward with the Respect for Marriage Act. Well, that wasn't good enough for Frank Graham. Uh, among other things, uh, uh, Frank said, uh, But it will, of course, because this is always the argument, destroy religious freedom. The deceitfully named Respect for Marriage Act will be voted on by the U.S. Senate this week as early as Wednesday. The bill strikes a blow at religious freedom for individuals and ministries and is really the destruction of Marriage Act. Its sponsors remarkably claim it protects religious freedom. It does not. This disastrous bill sends a message to America that if you don't agree with the left's definition of marriage, you're a bigot. Southern Baptist Theological Sem uh, uh, Seminary President Albert Mola wrote, Anyone who, that would be the Southern Baptist Convention that has been guilty of turning a blind eye to, uh, to, to, to sexual abuse and sexual assault for eons. Anyone who would redefine marriage, the most fundamental building block of society, is no conservative, no friend of the natural family, and no defender of family values. It, wow. I guess Frank won't be happy until somebody marches in with an AR-15 and blows away a gay wedding.
well, we, we know why Franklin's an idiot. Notably, however, the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, actually, well, you know, and that's the same church that gave us Andy Aldrich, uh, actually issued a statement supporting the bill. We are grateful for the continuing efforts of those who work to ensure the Respect for Marriage Act includes appropriate religious freedom protections while respecting the law and preserving the rights of our LGBTQ brothers and sisters. Well, will wonders never cease? Rob Portman of Ohio and Susan Collins of Maine uh, joined Diane Feinstein as original sponsors of the bill, alongside Tammy Baldwin. Tom Tillis of North Carolina got on board, a Republican. And they got their 62 votes. Uh, I don't see anything in here as to whether uh, uh, Addison Mitch McConnell voted for it. If and it's not everything, and it's not perfect, but it's something. The Senate of the United States actually did something. Maybe this is a harbinger of things to come, in the you know, that they'll do more things and. Well, one hopes the uh, Trump tax documents will find their way to the uh, to some Senate committee. I heard Ron Wyden's name mentioned as being the chair of the relevant committee. Now, let's run over to the Skype line. We haven't heard from Thomas from FYI Nation in forever. And it's my understanding Thomas has a uh, new project afoot. Are you there, Thomas? Yes, I am, Robin. How are how are you doing, my love? I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling great, but I'm here. I know how you feel on that one. I think it's one of those where all kind of sneezing, here. eyes watering, yuck. Ugh, that sucks. I just got over um, sending myself to the hospital, so. Um, you yeah, okay? I, I am now, <laughs> um, but it was one of those. Everybody was like, "If you really need to go to the hospital, go do it." I did it, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> I learned that one. <laughs> um, unless I'm bleeding or has some kind of, like, um, bruise or cut, I will never do that again. Um, but uh, I'm all better now, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so, yeah, I do have a new project. And um, unfortunately, I had to close out FYI Nation because it was just not making any donations except two wonderful people from your neck of the woods and Tara Devlin um, who actually sponsored the thing and I couldn't keep it up um, unfortunately so um, if you don't want that to happen to Robin donate your pennies to her just saying um, but what I've done Robin is created a social media network um, it's the best way to describe it is if, uh, Twitter and Facebook had a child 
and all the best parts of Twitter came along and all the best parts of Facebook came along and there's no spyware. Are you not going to get sued by both of them for this? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because um, if you go to like Mastodon or I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Mastodon. Mastodon. They are are basically under the same theme. It's it's a general open source theme. Um, we're, we didn't take any technology from them. We didn't do anything uh, dastardly in building of this. Um, the only thing we really did was make it so there would be no spyware. There would be no alg- algorithmic soup. Uh, there would be no um, uh, verify with a blue check for $8. <laughs> um, none of that. Um, it's a legit site where you can do live streaming. You could do, uh, tomorrow, uh, video conferencing like zoom. Uh, you could do instant messaging like, uh, Facebook. I almost said AOL shows my age. Um, and everything that get off my lawn. Yeah. Everything, everything that you would do on Facebook or Twitter, you can do with the added bonus of privacy. So um, I I invested a lot in this, and I'm going to be investing more. Uh, We just uh, debuted our uh, Accurate Message app, and it's so much so that under it, it says FYNation.com because Google hasn't changed our developer kit to um, Accurate Message yet. So if you uh, go to Google Play and you look up the Accurate Message app where you get, it's a big app, but you get all the features and you don't have to, like Facebook, you got to download two apps and then you have ads in the apps. Uh, If you're a pro member, no ads. If you're a free member, you get ads, but you don't get them in your messages. So, um, because I I don't, I use, like, I'm a, you know me, Robin, I, I use Facebook Messenger all the time. In fact, I use it more than Facebook. And um, I get deluged with their ads. And I find that annoying. So I decided, okay, I'm going to make an app that is not going to have the ads. And even WhatsApp now has ads. Um, and, and so um, I, I think it's a pretty cool product. I like the colors. I hope you do too when you check it out. Um, and if you need to, you can log in through Facebook and Twitter with the um, website. So you can use your old stuff to migrate over to us. Okay. And, and, and how long has this been up and running? I mean, is this in beta or what? It's not in beta. Um, it has been up and running for about uh, three months now privately and testing and everything else um it is uh, built off of another company who sells software so i'm not claiming this is my original software but the soft the company that built this has been around for over 10 years and does this type of software exclusively okay let me let me ask you this uh because i just got a question from ralph's uh will this be available as an app at the apple store Yes, it will. I actually have Apple. I am trying to find $100 to renew my uh, developer subscription and put it on the Apple Store. So that's literally the only thing stopping it from being on the Apple Store is 100 bucks. And Google Play? 
already on Google Play. Okay. Yep. So if you uh, search Accurate Message on Google Play, it will uh, be uh, come up in the first few, and um, you'll see the purple little purple logo that I uh, designed. And um, most of the art and most of this I've done all myself. So um, there's a little bit of me all over it, which is probably a little weird. Well, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be jining up. We'll see how it works. Yes. And, um, by. And, and just for a URL, it's just accurate message.com. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, we, we've had the domain for about 10 years. That's originally what I named my answering service, um, that I had started with my best friend. But we never did anything with the name. Um, so we, I said, you know, I have this domain and I'm trying to do this with marketing. Accurate message is pretty good for marketing and advertising and social media. Let's just use it. And um, that's what started this little journey when I wasn't making any money. <laughs> and um, the other thing about it, too is I mentioned the pro membership. If you were to do a pro membership, a little as $10 a month, um, that makes it so you have no ads on the platform. So you will not see any ads for $10 a month. So um, just by signing up and doing it that way, you automatically uh, get the ads removed. So. Okay. So I, I, I'm tr I try to make it as not like truth social. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which I've actually been on. And the funny thing is that the product itself, not talking about who ran it, but the software that they used is quality software. It's just. It's the best software. Now. Only the best. Believe yes. me, it's quality software. Well, the, the, sad, the sad thing. I'm is, sorry. I couldn't resist. No, you're right about that because they ripped off the – did you hear about this, though? They ripped – you You asked me if I'm going to get in trouble for how the design is. Well, they did. Um, they did not include that the company was – made the software in the original release of True Social. So they nearly got sued by the makers of the software because they tried hiding the fact that it wasn't – or they tried passing the product off as their own original software and not um, something that was made for pre-made, basically. And so the company, I don't remember its name, but nearly sued uh, Drew Social over that because it was an open source um, piece of software. And uh, they didn't, in, in the license for it, you're supposed to give credit if you use it. And they didn't do that. So, of course, Trump being Trump and his team being his team, up to even when they build something like that with a reasonably good product, they're unwilling to give the credit where it's deserved because they want to take it all themselves. So there's that. Um, and the other thing that I was going to say was the live streaming that we have at the beginning of the year. Um, it's in development now. We will have, at no additional cost, 
if you sign up and live stream from our platform, you'll be able to add YouTube and Facebook streaming platforms with your stream. And unlike Restream and... So you can stream to multiple platforms at once? Yep. Yep. So you can. And the other cool thing about right now with our live streaming software, if you wanted to stream to multiple platforms and say use Restream, all you have to do is uh, put in our server when you start start it and you can run it from OBS software. You don't have to use the built-in software on the web that we have right now. Um, the YouTube and Facebook will be added in January. When I when I go big, I excellent. Go, you know you know me, Robin. When I when I do something, I don't do it half-assed. No. So I mean, where do, where do we go from here? I mean, we'll be. I, I mean, I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to chat it up and. Uh, sure. Uh, well, I mean it, that's all. And I mean, I'm intrigued at the idea of. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe doing some streaming, you know, yeah. uh, 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 you know, some video as yeah, well, horrifying as I find the idea of doing video. You, come, I know as someone who is horrified by doing video themselves, I know how you feel, but comparatively speaking, put me next to you. You're a thousand percent better. So don't worry about that. Um, the- well, you know what happens every time I turn the camera on, right? What? My internal monologue just becomes one sentence. Oh, boy. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose. <laughs> well, mine mine is don't fuck up. So I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, and they're looking at you. Yeah, see, uh, my, Micah, who works um, in the field and said, uh, the Linux engineer is impressed. I can help you with OBS. Also, video, shutter. And we are go- we are at I I'm not going to promote it just yet because undersell undersell undersell. We are adding stuff for podcasting and um, video like YouTube in the new year. Like I said, um, when I go after something, I do it full force. Um, and plus, I need this to make money. So we are with. Oh, and the other thing. Oh, you mean this is not a charity effort? No, it's not a charity effort. Um, and we make money by advertising for our free members and only in the platform. So you're not going to get bombarded with ads like Facebook and like Twitter and like every other fucking platform because I find that annoying. Yeah, so, obnoxious even. Yeah. So I'm, I, I feel like the AccurateMessage.com is catering, cat, catering catering to the average user of social media who is tired of social media being owned by billionaires and um, Wall Street, basically. Because let's face it, Wall Street owns Facebook. Billionaires own Twitter and True Social. And where are you going to go for a liberal that that, and, and not to mention a company that like prides itself in being lgbtq friendly because oh my god i am (laughs) you know kind of comes with the territory you didn't just buy the company you're a member (laughs) yeah that that's for certain for certain but i didn't just come on to promote that i i have 
not been able to listen because I've kind of, with my other... Well, I had uh, gotten some notes from people asking what the hell happened to FYI Nation. So maybe you can clear that up a little bit. Um, the same thing that happened to me happened to FYI Nation. Only I couldn't keep. I had to pick which was more important. Dealing with something that wasn't making any money at all, and I didn't want to turn into an advertising product, or taking care of myself. And uh, the recent hospital visit, unfortunately. I was not even doing that very well. Um, so I have a new therapist, which is half the battle. Um, and I am doing much better. And at some point, I would like to do some kind of streaming again on accuratemessage.com. But probably not until the new year. Like I was just recently on Tara Devlin's show and I had a blast. She's always wonderful to talk to just as my Oh, of course. Wants. I love my conversations with Tara. You know, um, and she uh, she's one of the few people, much like yourself, who, who lets me go on, on, on and on and um, uh, just lets me rant, which I do miss doing. Um, I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore and I was not healthy and uh, everybody, I listened to everybody's advice and decided to take care of myself, honestly. Well, I'm glad you made that decision. You know, um, because up until, I mean, I know we talked about one issue I had a little while back, but there was a second issue and up and I was not right. Um, it, it, it wasn't, you know, on top of the staircase, going to throw myself down type of thing. It was more of a mental issue, if that makes sense. And, um, I, I, I just had to take care of it and had to get myself on a better footing, um, for, for, my daughter, for my loved ones, and for everybody I deal with. Um, and things are much more adjusted. And I want to thank everybody for asking because that means a lot. You know, it means that it meant something to them as much well, as people do me. care. They do care. Oh, I know. I, I know. But sometimes when you get lost in the weeds, you don't realize it. And, um, when I get lost in those weeds, uh, they're always taller than I am. <laughs> uh, so, but I know I have people like you and Tara, um, like, uh, just a few weeks ago, I messaged Tara when I was in tears and I was like, I need to talk, to talk and she dropped everything for me. So, um, she's an angel. Yes. A saint even. And if I ever hear anybody talking trash about her, you better watch the fuck out. Because she is just an, an amazing human being. Well, she and, um, I, she and I keep talking about trying to do a, uh, um, and uh, just starting off a little bit, but, you know, just working together for like a show sure. a week or something like that. And I'd love to do it. I think it would be an absolute blast. Oh, I'd be 
phenomenal. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Because I want to turn in. Well, I'll uh, I will let you know. Um, so, because, I mean, because so you're you're game you're game for people signing on signing up right oh, now. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Download the app. Uh, as soon as I can, uh, I'll have the um, the Apple app. The Android app is already there, and it's a little weird because I don't have an Android phone. My girlfriend does, so I have to test all the Android stuff on her phone, and she gets a little annoyed at me. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. Well, keep me posted, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll check in and talk about the growth and the progress of this. Yes. I, I hope so. And tomorrow, the it's not on right now, but the video conferencing, which is just like Zoom, will be in the service as of tomorrow. Uh, the final, uh, we had some issues integrating it, and I want it to work, and I want people to use it. So, you know, um, we're making it work. So... I, I, um, but that will be a thing. So like even maybe next week you might consider doing Friday on the front porch, uh, through the video conferencing and, and ditch Skype. Elon Musk made it. Elon Musk never made anything. <laughs> that is true. Elon although Musk the, buys things from people. Although the good thing that they did about Skype was they sold it to the country of, uh, uh Estonia. And they have some of the best um, uh, cyber. Wait, uh, Microsoft owns owns Skype. Well, they do now, but but they're in Estonia. Um, a lot of the principal stuff, or it was, it used to be one of one of the two. Um, that much I know because I I I did some digging about Estonia and uh, the EU one the Ukrainian thing started. So, ugh. but on the lighter topics, I hope you have a great night, Robin. And thank you for letting me. Oh, you're more than welcome, Thomas. It's lovely to hear from you. Thank you, my darling. And always a blast to get to talk to you. Well, don't be a stranger. Okay. And listen, you keep getting better and you keep feeling better. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You take care. Bye now. Bye. So, uh, Thomas has a new project. FYI Nation is no more. And now, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll experiment with some uh, video streaming via Accurate Message. That's where you go, accuratemessage.com, just like it sounds. And we'll keep things rolling and uh, check in with uh, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Robin. How are you? I'm all right for a silly old fool. Well, I guess that answers the question, whatever happened to Thomas. Yeah, kind of. You know? yeah. yeah, well, it's good. I'm glad to hear it. Always glad to hear voices from the past. Well, some voices from the past. There are some people that if we never hear from them again, it'll be too soon. You, I'm sure you have a list. I have a list. Yeah, true. You're not wrong. <laughs> All God's children got lists. Yes, indeed. So have you stuffed your bird, in a manner of speaking? We don't stuff you... the bird. Oh, what do you do? We roast the bird. You roast it? Yes. Jiminy crickets. Yeah, putting stuffing in the bird, putting dressing inside the bird is 
superfluous, doesn't do anything. Oh, you mean it wasn't empty? Is that what you're saying? That was the excuse my first wife gave on our first Thanksgiving together. I commented on the unique flavor and, and aroma of the uh, stuffing. And I said, what, do you, what did you stuff it with? She said, stuff it? It wasn't hollow. So, think that. Well, I did bring, I, I brought home a 40-ounce can of Miller High Life, not because oh. I have any intention of drinking it. <laughs> Miller time for your bird. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, if you are smoking a turkey, and you would like to prop the said turkey up so that you get good smoke all the way around, that 40-ounce Miller High Life can is perfect. I think I've seen videos of that. Like the bird is, uh, the, let's see, uh, the bird is trying to get a picture in my head. There's like a cavity, okay? Yeah. Ma, no cavities. Uh, the turkey never said. But anyway, you kind of squat the turkey down on the big Right, can. and 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 it sits on the... Wait. Can. You... Go ahead. I didn't mean it the way you're thinking it, but come on. It sits on the can and it props on its two legs. And then, <laughs> and then you fire up the roaster, the grill, or whatever. The smoker, yeah, yeah. Off you go. And it's right tasty. And the skin comes out this beautiful mahogany color, and yeah. And the and what happens is the the fire, the heat, boils the beer, so that means yes. that it steams from the inside. You got steamed beer, beer and steam, beer steam on the inside of the turkey, and you've got a dry convection current of hickory on the outside. What's not to love? Ain't science wonderful? I mean, come on. Yeah, especially the kind you can eat. Yes, that's right. Edible science. Ask for it by name. Anyways, uh, <coughs> pardon me. Jeez. Quite all right. Happened to me earlier. It's not the cough that carries you off. It's the coffin they carry you off in. Write that down and say it three times fast. No, I'll just I'll just sit back and think of the monkey with the little green visor and the pencil and the paper. <laughs> Click your little heels together, saying there's no place like home. Anyway, well, listen, I uh, I, I, I don't know how many of the people out there have like Direct TV, uh, uh, TV's you know program service, or UVerse, a fine product of AT and T, but they're having their annual weekend thing today through the twenty seventh. All of the premium movie channels are free uh, to uh, to watch and record and stuff. So that's how I'll be spending my uh, Turkey Day weekend is getting getting old movies captured, so I don't have to rent them from a high priced uh, you know streaming places. Nice. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, I think I figured out why I've got a little headache and why I'm feeling like crap. I'm smelling, you know, the. the it happens this way every year. I'm sitting. I'm sitting here in the studio, which is not particularly well insulated, and I'm huffing coal smoke. Oh, the, the, that crazy neighbor yeah. on the way. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's. Uh, see, I would like us to live in a world where where coal is like a. Remember how old Rushbo used to talk about uh, winnowing out everybody but the very last liberal 
and then putting that person on display, display like in a zoo with a little plaque saying this is what this person is and why they're in the zoo. I think coal ought to be in that category. Just, just outlawed. Yeah, sort of like the old Emerson Lake and Palmer song. And there, behind a behind uh, behind a pane of glass, is a single blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along. Move along. I don't know that song, but I get the uh, sentiment. You know, I mean, anybody that has anything to do with coal. Oh, what is the one? That that that. It 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 it, it almost sounds like uh, it, 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 it's it's vaguely reminiscent of Aaron Copeland's Rodeo, for God's sakes. Well, I'll, what's it What's the title? I'll have to look it up. Oh, now, here we go. We're doing it again. Well, I did not see. I did not start this. No, I, no, you didn't. But <laughs> you, you, you mentioned, you know, putting it museum display behind glass. Yeah, right. I know. So let me find this. Um, Ah, there it is, yeah. Stand by. We'll take a couple of seconds of this. No, that's all right. That's all right. And it's actually uh, Welcome Back, My Friends, to the show that never ends. Live in Montreal, 1977. You get the idea. There behind yeah, a that, pane of glass is a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along. Move no. along. Now that I've heard it, it I, I have heard that before. I, I'm sure it was a long while ago, but then again, so much of uh, everything uh, was a long time And ago. it'll soon be time for me to be uh, listening to Greg Lake sing, uh, um, no, what was it? Uh, I Believe in Father Christmas. I don't know that one. Really? No, you see, I have, uh, you know, we've been down this road. Yeah, before. you're you're more uh, smooth jazz and. Well, jazz or uh, the the professional work I did was just like middle of the road radio or. Yeah, uh, this well, I mean, the, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so we can start with the Christmas music. Oh, I started that. I think on the theme by Prokofiev. They said there'll be snow at Christmas. They said there'll be peace on earth. But instead it just kept on raining. A veil of tears for the virgin birth. No, I love that one. That's that, that'll. We well, see you've done it again. The, the, the title apparently doesn't mean anything to me. I, I've heard that one, too. So maybe I know more about it than I thought. I don't know. I don't know what I know. 
you know? Truth. Anyway, anyway, no, not truth, not even social truth, truth social. I, I'm, I, I only, I was a little late to the uh, proceedings today, but it's just good to, really good to hear that Thomas is uh, up to something, you know? Yeah. I think more people should be up, up, up to something or up for something. That's even better. Hey, what are you up for? And let your let your imagination and your skill set run wild. And if you if you uh, if you orchestrate it and 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 uh, um, uh, make the motive, make the uh, intention, you know, to create a, a world and a future that works positively and appropriately for all concerned. Well, you've got yourself a winner. I, I mean. Isn't that pretty much the written in stone way to do things? Uh, I think you're right. Correctly and 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 appropriately and 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 you, and you can. Well, I don't know. Dream big, I think, is the thing. But don't keep it at the point of only being an idea or a dream or whatever. You know, you've got to give yourself a little oomph. And take it into that next realm. Because that's where, when, when it comes down to it, in anything that anybody does, that's where the fun happens. That's where the transformation magic takes place. No, I think, I think, I think you're right. And by the way, Lady B says, uh, it's Carn Evil number nine. And that's what I thought. But the, t the title of the video I went to said, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. It's Carn Evil number nine, I think. Yeah, I think I think Lady B is right. Like Carnival. No, Carn K A. Yeah, I mean it's a play on Carnival, but yeah, Carn Evil man. Number Nine. Yeah. Uh, I had a note coming from Bernadette wanting to know about the forty ounce Miller High Life and smoking the turkey. Uh, Bernadette says, "So do I, I? So I do need to know: Is the can full of the beer while roasting?" Um, no, no. What you want to do is, if you can abide Miller High Life. Uh, you drink it down. You way. can you can take a couple of slugs till you get it down about a third of the you know down to about a third of the way so you got some room for the boiling and for the steam. Oh yeah. Uh, if you cannot abide the taste of a good uh, gulp of Miller High Life, uh, the, isn't that the champagne of bottled beer? It was the champagne of beers. <laughs> by God, it still says so on the label, and they're still lying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you can't abide it, you can just uh, you can you can channel your inner ancient Greek and pour out a libation to the gods. Yeah, I'd be yeah. careful about doing that though, because the gods are no more fond of Miller High Life than I am. Well, there was a movie some years ago called "The Gods Must Be Crazy." I think we know now that the gods were in fact drunk. On Miller. Yeah, the cots are wasted. Your Majesty, I'm here to tell you. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I'm sacked. <laughs> well, I'm a witch. Now, I'm see lost. here, yeah, I'm going to tell you a few things or two. I've lost my place. Which commandment was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to put something in there about platypuses. This is. 
Yes. Well, they 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 say if you look in the original uh, Hebrew or whatever ancient language that was, that the laws, the Ten Commandments, or as I used to call them, the Ten Suggestions, were written in stone, as it were, with the finger of God. So we know that God has fingers. I true, don't know true. Why. But if you watch the Cecil B. DeMille version, it's little lightning bolts. Uh, but see, Cecil was such a drama queen. I mean, <clears throat> and the, the parting of the Red Sea, if they did that with today's CGI and all that, you'd come out of the theater with your feet wet. True. But, I mean, it was, it was a big deal. On the big screen back then, see the parting of the Red Sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what was it, a table, fan, a, a, a table fan and a pan of Jello? Uh, th- th- these old tricks that they used to use were deceptively simple, sort of like me. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. Hello, I... Robin. I'm your deceptively simple man. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's like when uh, Joe Scarborough says, "Now I'm just a plain, simple, dumb old country lawyer." Did you see who he had on this morning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one. That, that was. I think that was the longest interview they've ever done. Well, I, I didn't. I was watching uh, old movies. You know how I am in the wee hours, and I crank up the TV over to channel two fifteen, which is our MSNBC, and I see Stern, Howard Stern, how weird Stern, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, did I hit the right buttons? I'm not that uh, ripped. I wasn't ripped at all. I'm saying this for purposes of drama and and suspense. But anyway, they, they, he is a. Stern apparently has got a special on HBO with he and uh, the boss, Bruce uh, Springsteen. Yeah, they talked about that for like over an hour, and 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 Joe Scarborough was just a total fangirl. I didn't know it went on that long. I'll have to find a video of that because that is unusual. That is quite And they unusual. played because, I guess, what, October 31st, uh, 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 Stern interviewed in a very long-form, um, uninterrupted fashion, Bruce Springsteen, he brought a guitar, a piano in the studio, he played, he sang, he talked about the history behind the songs, and now it's going to air it in, in, in its entirety this weekend on HBO. Yeah, I was never much of a Stern fan, to be honest, but I did like him a little bit more after I saw his movie. Well, but you know what? It's funny you bring it up, though, because when Scarborough and Stern got going, and particularly Stern, it sounded a little bit like some of our conversations. You know, I thought that. I thought it was just my imagination playing tricks on me. But I said, you know, this is kind of, this seems vaguely familiar. Where have I heard it's this? Like, it, it, talking, talking about you know, there no, you know, there's there's no there's no place for young DJs to hone their craft now. Yeah, um, that's right. And and nobody listens to an entire album anymore. I mean, there was a whole lot of get off my lawn in it. Yeah. Yeah. How old is is Stern? Would you say? Because I I didn't realize that Springsteen's only seventy three. I think they said. Yeah, I'd say Stern's right around in there. Because I know he because Scarborough is the same age as me. I'm trying to remember whether he is slightly younger or slightly older than I. Because I've seen the movie. I never read any of his books. I never really listened to his show. 
You know, he was on um, uh, D. He was on in D.C. and that was sort of his springboard to the big time at WNBC. Yeah, you know, and the one of the and the movie is right. One of the reasons that NBC in New York said get him out of D.C. was he was kicking everybody's ass, including the NBC owned and operated AM and FM. And if he could have at that time figured out a way to, you know, encroach upon the ratings of, of Channel 4 TV, he would have taken that audience away. I mean, I, to hats off to the guy about getting an audience. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 some of the stuff was sophomoric and juvenile and, you know, borderline dirty, but that was, that was what sold ads and that's what got people tuning in. But he does. He he actually he apparently he did a decent. Uh, uh, he did a decent interview with uh, uh, with Bruce Springsteen, and before the midterms, uh, when he, I mean he 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 went he went after Herschel Walker with his fangs bared. <laughs> well, it's such it's such easy prey. It's like a, a wounded dove on the uh, prairie. You know that the the, the the furry creatures are in the bushes salivating at, at the easy lunch. I felt bad a little bit for Herschel, but only a little bit. Only that No, no, I'm 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 so over it. This election is not a this not a, this election is not about Herschel Walker. This erection is about you. Sit, sit, sitting there. Yeah, yeah, sit, sitting there next to uh Rafaelito, Cruz, and Lindsey Graham sitting between the two of them, and and Graham and Cruz just sitting there nodding away. And oh no, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're 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 gonna play that clip again. Stand by. All right. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. And I said this. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. This election is about the people. That's what he told all them baby mamas too. Yeah, well, equal opportunity erections are us. But you know? but it's I know there's a there's a visual involved here, and that's not and being radio it doesn't help it. But oh my God, this erection is about the people and Cruz over there with his little needle nose going yup 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 nodding his head like a like a bobblehead in the back of a '57 Chevy. Oh my! So, let me clarify. When I say I feel just a little bit sorry for Herschel Walker. It is because he was so ob obviously used and played. And I have the same, I have a similar sentiment for Mike Pence. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, that when someone is, is I mean, they willingly go into it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not absolving them of all responsibility, either Walker or Pence. But they get so thoroughly and deviously and, and dastardly uh, uh, played with great uh, 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 dastardliness, okay, uh, and, and, and they walk right into it and they allow themselves. And now here Pence is with his book, making all the talk shows, trying to show some relevance and some uh, dependability, and nobody is going to vote for him. He's the, the, the standard Republicans, the so-called old-school Republicans, they know that, that the show's over and that, that the party has gone a new way. The crazy MAGA Republicans, 
They don't want to have anything to do with him. He's in the wilderness now. And good for good for him. Uh, you know, maybe next time in the next life, he'll you know the next incarnation, he'll figure out how to do it properly and with some integrity and and commitment to his own personhood, if nothing else. And there endeth my lesson. Well, I just couldn't help noticing there's two there's two photographs of him that accompany this, and I swear, I, I, I mean, I, I, the the. The photos are not really super clear, but he's, he's he wears this necklace, and I, I swear it looks like an it, it's it's like an angel or something standing there, and it's either got a sword pointing in the same direction as a schlong, or it's just a schlong. <laughs> are you talking about Pence or, or no Herschel? Oh, okay. I was going to say uh, Pence has gone old. He got a jewelry and his. Uh... Uh, stuff <laughs> and and I'm getting a little pushback of disbelief. Here's the clip again. Well, first of all, this election is more than Herschel Walker. This election is about the people. He said erection. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Well, not that head some more. Not that head some more, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Bubble, bubble, bubble. I I don't uh, I don't think there's going to be much of a second act. For Herschel or for Mike? No, he can go back to enslaving people. He's tied to a country, a, a company rather. He's tied to a company that that does basically forced, unpaid prison labor. Herschel Walker was or Pence is Herschel Walker. Huh? Yeah. But no, there's going to be no second act for Mike Pencil Neck Geek either. Uh, got a note in from George. Uh, George just got uh, got us off the schneid. Are we going to see the rabbit? So we're down to twelve twelve seventy five to go fundraising wise. Uh, thank you, George. Happy Thanksgiving, Horn community. Robin asked Scott if he saw the TCM showing of the documentary Automat. There's a very interesting history of the New York Philadelphia restaurants that were founded back during the Republican Great Depression. I did, I did, I did. I remember when it first came out, and I never thought it would get to see uh, TCM so quickly, but there it was. And I'm telling you, I don't know if it's on their on-demand app, but it was a fascinating trip. You know, and, and should I should I explain what an automat is? Well, I mean, I think I think a lot of us know, but yeah. Um, what 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 are the automat? Was it Horn and Hardert's? Uh, hard art. I've always pronounced it hard art, but the family yeah. apparently says hard art. Now, this guy in New York, Mr. Horn, I guess it was, and Mr. Hard art in Philadelphia, or I may have them reversed. One was in each place. One of them had gone over to Europe and had seen a German, an early example of uh, not automated food service, but the way the Germans did it. That's very uh, very efficient. You would come in and 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 the, the, the they would prepare the meals downstairs, and then they would send it up in a dumb waiter, and the waiter would bring it over to your uh, to your table. And then in this country, basically, they built these just walls of little cubicles with glass windows and slots to put coins in, and for a nickel you would get a piece of pie, or for two nickels you would get. A, a chunk of meatloaf with some gravy on it. 
And basically, it was like a build-it-yourself meal with, with up to and including dessert, usually cake or pie. And they had these elaborate urns off to the side with dolphin head spouts coming out of the bottom. And you'd put your nickel into that and throw the handle over, and the coffee would come out of the dolphin's mouth. And, I mean, if you were tripping, that would be the place to have lunch, you know? But anyway, yeah, that's and that was a thing in, in uh, New York and Philadelphia and other cities. They weren't horn and hard art. Uh, but, it, yeah, that was how people had lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner back in the day. And Mel Brooks was in it and uh, Elliot Gould and uh, uh, General Colin Powell and uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was even in it, all reminiscing about their experiences as young people, it was a big deal to pay a visit to the automat for a meal. Oh, yeah. But yes, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And there's even a book that had come out a couple of years ago. If you're looking for a, a, a holiday gift, you can get it on Amazon. I forget what, they, what it costs, but it's pretty pricey. But it's one of these coffee table books, and it's like loaded with pictures. And I love that old stuff. I love it. Just, I love it. You know? Um, I'm trying to think that, let me see. But if yes, I can... tell George, yes, I did see it. I, and, and apparently there were uh, portions of interviews that they didn't use, even entire interviews. So I'm going to look for the DVD to find out if there are extras on that. Because they, uh, who else did they say they uh, uh, interviewed? I can't remember now, but I'm telling you. Well, uh, speaking of viewing tips, yes, um, you might enjoy this. Um, uh, Annette found it, and we watched it last night. It's very short. It's very brief. It's less than an hour, but it's in two parts, part one and part two, curiously enough. Um, it is called Upheaval, and it, it comes from 2009, pub, uh, West Virginia Public Broadcasting. Upheaval, the story of the New River Gorge, this area where I live. Sounds about geology. Well, it is, but it's all, but it's also, it's also very much cultural. Mm -hmm. But it start, it starts out by talking about how the New River Gorge happened and the Great Tays River, and Pangaea, and comes forward through, uh, through the early colonizers and uh, well actually indigenous people then the colonizers and then the uh, timber and coal and up to the modern tourism economy and, wh and where did you see this it's on youtube hmm. upheaval the story of the new river gorge parts one and der that does sound interesting it certainly does. Oh, and um, uh, Randy Radar said, uh, I, ex I went to an automat during the 1964 Long Island World's Fair. That's well within the window. Yeah. Well, they were a thing until like 91, I think, the last Horn and Hard Art uh, closed up. Uh, the last one, I guess, in New York City. Well, I know that uh, Bourdain, in one of his segments in Japan, uh, stops at like a like a 
turnpike rest area or whatever, and there's this huge wall of food that you know you, you wall put, of food yeah that you put your money in and you get some yakitori out or uh, some coffee or what you know what have you. You like chicken yakitori? Could be. Uh, I think in that episode he uh, he bought the soggy French fries. Do you mean soggy as in limp and tasteless, or do you mean? Yes, I mean I mean not good. Oh. He know. stuck one in his mouth and went, "Mmm, soggy and hot." I don't think that there there is a there is a legitimate excuse for any place serving French fries that are soggy. Well, this is all entirely automated, so it was just an individual prepackaged portion that goes into a microwave and then it slides out the chute, which also sounds not at all appealing. And no, but I mean, in in actual places where you go in, there used to be a place in D.C. They had three or four locations called the Waffle Shop, and it was Shop S H O P P E. Of course, you know, it was. For the higher, uh, the chauffeur, uh, for the for the higher class diner, and they made the best waffles. But they didn't stop there, because you figure people are not going to eat waffles all day. Although many did, okay, they had breakfast, lunch, and uh, dinner. And I'm telling you, and you could actually watch them prepare the meals. That it was a, I don't know, a grill man and a fry cook. And their their French fries were, they were six inches long, and they were the, the skinny fries, the shoestring type fries. And I don't know what they did to them, but I'm telling you, they were magnificent. And I don't think they exist anymore. It's and it's it's sad. Well, at your various carnivals and fairs, uh, you will see a. Uh, a drill hooked up to a bit, and they'll put a potato on the end of it, this nicely scrubbed potato, and they make ribbon fries. Like uh, curly cues? Curly? Only, no, fries? no, this is, I mean, these are like great, broad, flat, you know, you could, if you wanted to, you could put it around your neck, and it would look like an Elizabethan rough collar. Like uh, Pennsylvania Dutch egg noodles, that sort of thing? No, I mean, Why it's a potato, but it's no, a broad, no, I mean, flat, you know, and then they deep fry the whole thing. And smother it in some sort of oleaginous cheese goop, and you're just in carny food heaven. Well, and then there's the phenomenon of brown gravy, thin brown gravy on fries. Oh, that's so Pittsburgh, gravy fries. Yens yeah, want to go to Yens want to go to Eaton Park and get some gravy fries. I thought it was a uh, a, a Baltimore thing. I learned I mean, it at, at, at cheese fries and gravy fries at the O in Pittsburgh. Hmm. Or Eaton Park. Yeah, brown gravy on fries. God, now I'm of course, there's brown gravy on poutine up in Canada, too. No, I don't French know fries and is. cheese curds and brown gra- hot, piping hot brown gravy. On one plate? Yes. Wait a minute. French fries and cheese curds... Brown gravy. Damn right. My, now, by cheese curds, I'm not talking about, like, cottage cheese. These are, like, big hunks of the byproduct of the cheese-making process. Yeah, like you get at the the, the dam down there in, in Missouri. What is that uh, big dam? 
best curds by a damn sight. There's a place that sold the cheese curds down there. Okay, yeah, that would be the same. Yeah, about the size. Batter them, deep fry them, serve them with ranch, marinara, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's called poutine, P-O-U-T-I-N-E. People in in their kitchens doing the prep work for their Thanksgiving out there in Hornville are, are sorry now. They, did, they didn't wait until this uh, episode of the show came on because they're thinking, everybody has turkey. Why should we have turkey? Let's do some of these delicacies that Robin and Scott are talking about. So is it too late? I don't know. i got to call the, uh, the grocery. i got to get uh, something to, that I forgot to get. I wrote it down. I don't even remember what it was now. But anyway, it's, it's going to be a, a quiet day tomorrow here at the domicile i don't uh i don't do a bird anymore because it's just me and ha- i mean when i had the cats at least i could you know give them a bird you know oh god there's nothing like a the picture of anticipation is when you're when you're uh, roasting a chicken or a, or a turkey and the cats will wander in and sit on the floor and meow. Feet away. No, they'll just look up at you, and then they'll look at the stove, the oven, and then they'll look at you. And then if they're wearing a watch, they'll look at their watch. And then they'll go back up. <laughs> Some of them have those little kitty pocket watches with the chain. Oh, yes, yes, the, the more uh, establishment ones. You know, they'll take their derby hat and cock it back a little bit. and Little cat them. monocles. <laughs> yes, pull their little uh, jacket open and pull the watch out, flip the... It's not a real pocket watch unless you press a button and the door opens, you know. And they'll look at it and they'll look at you and they'll, you know, then they'll close it up, put it back, figure up their uh, their coat, their suit coat, and trot back into the living room for another 20 minutes until they come back and do it again. There's nothing quite as uh, as wonderful as... Is it ours yet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know that they're not thinking about your nourishment or my nourishment. I mean, when has a cat ever been concerned about anything other than cat, you know? Well, right. You know, you know? I remember it was years ago now, our pal Beth in, Tex- in, in Texas down Dallas Way, and I said something about, you know, understanding cat language. She said, oh, we've already translated it. All they do is walking around saying, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine, everything is mine. It's all mine. Yes, mine. 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 Oh, God, this is pathetic. This has turned into cat radio. Still have that, though. Uh, Randy Radar reminding us, in order to be high-quality, cheese curds must be squeaky. And Randy yes. Radar is correct. That's correct. That's, that's right. As a matter of fact, the, the USDA made a pronouncement some years ago that if the squeak ain't there, you, you it don't compare. That, that it don't compare. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You're doing your channeling your inner Her- Herbert Kane. <laughs> Herb, yeah. Herb. Shucky ducky. Shucky ducky, you're the one. Anyway, I know that's. Uh, Not even want to think about that. <clears throat> so I woke up late today. Is there any uh, breaking news that I should be aware wa- aware of, other than the madness in uh, Colorado Springs? And the madness in Chesapeake, Virginia, which I had to look up to figure out where that was. No, I know that's that's uh, basically not far from Norfolk. Yeah. 
and if I may, this is a horror, of course, but I must mention, uh, when these things happen, they are opportunities for me to be driven halfway up a tree by journalism speak. You too? Oh, okay, so I'm not alone? No, hell no. Uh, when the news broke of Chesapeake... And everybody found out it was a former Walmart man. It was a Walmart manager who came in and, you know, shot up people who, you know, subordinates basically. In the break room is what I. Yeah, do. in the break room. Yeah. Uh, he has immediately. He was immediately described uh, 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 far and wide as a disgruntled Walmart employee. It's rather redundant. Well, there's that, but. It made the language. English can be such a devil because I looked. I I looked at Annette and said, "Why couldn't he just go on being gruntled?" Now wait a minute. You're going to try that old one. (laughs) Yes. Well, is there a state of gruntledness? Yeah, I don't know. I I I I don't. I, I genuinely don't know. But if 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 one if an unhappy person is disgruntled, if they're happy, they must be gruntled, right? Well, gruntledness must be a state of being because I remember who was it? Florence Henderson used to sing about West Westernality, you know, uh, with the cookie. List. We used to te- we used to beg our ninth grade our ninth grade science teacher to say she looked just like Florence Henderson, and every day we would beg her to sing the Westernality song. <laughs> she hated us. <laughs> Okay, let's see if there's some sort of old English definition. Son of a bitch, it's a word. Did Shakespeare ever use it? That's the key. Um, Gruntled, adjective, pleased, satisfied, and contented. Okay, we're going to have to go to Merriam-Webster and find out the etymology. I woke up this morning feeling pleased, satisfied, and contented. I was in a state of gruntle. <laughs> so um, dis would be like disappear or uh, dissuade. It would be the... Pre- okay, so its first usage goes back to 1682, and it means to make ill-humored or discontented. Only in the 1920s did a humor writer... Uh, start using gruntle as meaning humorous. Now, I thought the humors were the liquids that came out of the body. That the Yes, the black bile, them. right, naturally. Bile. Yeah, I'm sure we put someone off dinner by now, certainly. No, it's and not for want of trying. But the other, the, other, the other part of it is that because of where this happened, the hell? Uh, I don't know either. That was an interesting noise. That's Agent Fred sending holiday greetings. (laughs) But uh, because of where the the shooting happened in Virginia, and because some of the uh, uh, people were transported to a hospital in a nearby community, you get the opportunity to watch nervous journalists Desperately trying to pronounce N O R F O L K. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. 
without saying fuck. We don't drink, we don't smoke, no nor fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'll say nor folk. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. Uh, I've always pronounced it Norfolk. Well, that's what it is. It's Norfolk. Yeah. Or Norfolk. If you get a little further up east or across the pond. But, yeah, Norfolk. Yeah, I wish you hadn't said that, Ralphs. Ralphs just said, do you have a rattlesnake in the studio? Oh, God, that again. We don't need that. I really don't know what that noise was. Well, it sounded electronic, so... Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Unless the, um, unless the creature is bionic now. But it, uh, so you know, pay it, pay attention as the story unfolds. Sooner or later, in Chesapeake, a, and what they'll do is a, they'll punt and they'll say, "Oh, a community about a hundred miles from Richmond, or not far from Virginia Beach." Yeah. Jesus, please don't make me say Norfolk. Yeah, I uh, and and uh, would that be the Tidewater area? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Uh, disgruntled, and and uh, reminder: Matt in San Francisco has spent long in the trenches of retail, and uh, Matt says disgruntled Walmart employee, aren't they all? And you know that's that that is that is part of the that's part of the larger tableau here. One of the things about going to Walmart is nobody's ever happy, nobody's smiling in Walmart. Everybody wants to get into Walmart and get the hell out. Well, that's why they had those smiley face signs for so many years. Low prices every day, and then underneath the smiley face, and then yeah. underneath, that's the Walmart way. In a pig's eye. I mean, come on. Oh, by the way, I got to give I got to give a cowbell to Darlene. But you should, go ahead. Because I'm going to Darlene's house tomorrow. Exactly, Scott. Why do turkey? I was so stressed out about finding a decent turkey breast to fit in my slow cooker, I decided last minute to pardon the turkey, and instead I'll be having lobster tails and soft-shelled crab sandwiches, along with mashed potato, gravy, and peas. Oh, my. Here, here. How long would it take to, what time should I be there? I know I'll never make it, but I can dream. Are the lobster tails going in the slow cooker? No, you'd have to do those separately, I would think. I've never cooked a lobster tail. <laughs> I've never, never hugged a parakeet. Uh, there, there's, 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 there's something, there's something there, but yeah. Uh, Are you sure it's not the dehumidifier making that unearthly noise? No, no, no. That no, the 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 dehum's dripping back there, but no, that that was. I need to check in with Annette and see if maybe she something. I don't. I don't know. No, it's just I'll, a. I'll catch it on the replay because I heard it too. It wasn't just, you know, Robin. Yeah, and it wasn't coming across from your end. It was. It was. It was over here. See, I hate when these things happen because then I start fretting, and you you don't want me fretting. Because I'm a world-class fretter. You're not in the room with whatever made that sound, so I don't have a lot of sympathy. Well, no, no, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm concerned it's on your behalf that I'm fretting. That's what I'm saying. Because you're right, it's not here. Okay, so there's that. 
Yeah, but see, yeah, those the whenever there's an incident like that, see, there's a it's a twofold twofold problem. First of all, you've got journalists that are barely worthy of the name, you know, fresh out of school if they went to school at all, uh, plunked down in a place that they see. And I don't mean to go old man on the front porch saying, yeah, in my day, at one time, if you got the privilege of being on television, delivering news and current events and radio, too, for that matter, it was a sign that somebody saw that you actually knew something in a broad, meaningful way about yourself, hopefully, and the world around you and all the various places and people in it. Okay. Well, that has gone by the boards. Now they will take some freshly scrubbed, uh, you know, uh, photogenic uh, person and plop them down in a place that they've never heard of, never been to, uh, with with breaking news, unfold an unfolding story, where not all of the W's have been uh, who, what, where, when, uh, how, how is an H, but it's got a W in there. Uh, you know, that hasn't been established. You're not getting a lot of cooperation from the police. Witnesses, eyewitnesses who, have, who are still in shock from the event, who ran out into the fucking loaded up parking lot, are not reliable witnesses. You know, and then there they are on worldwide television trying to explain to you sitting there in your Barco lounger what the hell happened and why and who it was and how bad it was. Well, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, if you're interested in finding out what the deal is, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? I mean, come on. No, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. By the way, uh, uh, Darlene wrote back and said, "I never thought of slow cooking lobster tails." No, I'm going to boil them and top them off with clarified butter and paprika. This will be my first time cooking them ever, so I'm going to play things safe. Now, do you use uh, Old Bay? Is that what that stuff is in the? In the I don't know. No, I don't know if they use Old Bay that far northeast. Yeah, but you would have. That's a very Maryland thing. No, well, yeah, but. But she added, "I got two for my dad as well, and a bottle of Pinot Gris, because he's struggling with the loss of mom, trying to make him happy through sending him lots of food." Oh, you're a good daughter, darling. That's so sweet. That is so loving and kind. And I wanted to, uh, totally off topic. Uh, By the way, next time you do it, instead of boiling them, run them under a broiler. Yum, yum. Broiled lobster tails. I mean, they're heavenly. Of course, you'll have to take your kitchen shears and you got to split that little internal carapace, or external, actually, carapace. Uh, expose the meat, crack the crack the tail. Um, but it's going to be yummy, no doubt about it. Uh, no, Scott, Ralph says, nowadays the reporter gets a local citizen to call in remotely. <laughs> yeah. Ralph's is paying attention. So I want to turn this back just for a minute, because I think I'm going to knock off a little early this evening. Um, not feeling my greatest and uh, need to do some tomorrow stuff. Um, there's a story out. Ima- imagine, imagine having a. Imagine being someone who thinks this way, if you can. Um, Jenna Ellis, at one point in time, 
was one of the lawyers who tried to help Nitwit Nero uh, overturn the government of the United States back in 2020. Naturally, she has a show. It is curiously named the Jenna Ellis Show. Where? Oh, it's online somewhere, and it's I'm sure it's by you know running on billionaire money or something. Well, today she decided to unburden herself of the, her feelings about the victims of the shooting at Club Q. And Lady B, you might want to treat this as a trigger and content warning and just turn things off for a minute. Or you can stick around for the fury. This horrible person. And of course, you know, she's still a... Uh, she's still a monster, she's still a creep, she's still an insurrectionist. But and, and, and yet remains a person? And yet remains a lawyer. I think creature, they, she is uh, uh, not graduated, but the opposite, she's disgraduated from personhood to creaturehood. If you want my... Uh, two cents but go ahead i'm sorry i, I well i don't want to say that i don't want the, I, I don't want these words to come out of my mouth so we'll just let her say them in real time the five people who were killed in the nightclub that night there is no evidence at all that they were christians and so assuming right. that they were not that they had not accepted the truth of the gospel of Christ and affirmed jesus christ as the lord of their life they are now reaping the consequences of having eternal damnation. And that is far, far greater. And we should be having that conversation instead of just the tragedy of what happened to the body. We need to be talking about what happened to the soul and the fact that they are now in eternal separation from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So if something awful happens to Jenna Ellis, um, the Muslims, I guess, are free to say that they were uh, that, that she died separate from the loving kindness of Allah, or a Hindu could say she died separated from the loving kindness of Ganesha, and that uh, as a consequence, uh, it, uh, her karma is fucked, and she's going to spend a lot of reincarnations as a dung beetle pushing little balls of shit around. Well, that's what she does already. That was her job in this life. Okay. I mean, but... Well, I, I don't think... And this is the holiday season, so I'm going to clean it up a little bit. A, a, a non-National League term, term with bunt. This woman is a bunt, and I don't mean a cake. Yeah, there's no I, D in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, all I'm saying is... And she is is permitted to spew this hatefulness and madness. Yeah, because we got freedom. But, uh, when was that a question? When you do the five W's and your analysis of the story. Well, that's the where part, you know. Inhale. But but what what possible? I mean, how little access to humanity? Precisely. Theatric, I mean. And what fucking business is it of hers, Robin, or anybody else's? And and why shift the conversation to 
a real or imagined eternity I mean it, that's not that's not even in Lars teaching you know what I mean it's not yeah well yeah yeah and and what possible of, of, of outcome was she hoping to achieve by saying this sort of thing I, well it gets it gets the rubes nice and ginned up and obviously she's a 501c3 religious organization so you know, so she's got religious freedom. Oh, therein lies the answer to my question, I suppose. I'd, 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 I didn't, I could have gone the rest of my life without hearing anything that woman had to say about anything. And since it was about this, they, in other words, there wasn't enough horror in what happened. She's got to add her own little dollop of whipped cream and a, and a carefully balanced maritino cherry on top of it. Well, fuck her. Pardon me, but fuck her. I... What would... That that gives me a big, big sad. Not a surprise, but a big, big sad to know that there are entities walking around telling other people that kind of shit. Who the hell does she think she is? Well, they're just evil. They're just evil. I mean, I just got a note from uh, Cynthia in the Bay Area. My dog, there's no fucking Jesus Christ to save anyone. I could just pull all my hair out over the fucking stupidity and superstition. Javis! I, I, know. I, ju- I, I just, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's, that, that's horrific. I mean... As if what occurred wasn't awful enough. I mean, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, weep when you see it, horrible. To know that there are people that, that not only say that sort of shit and think and feel that sort of shit, but others that just buy into it and lap it right the fuck up. I mean, I, I almost wish you hadn't mentioned it. I mean, it is a good capper. Believe me, it'll give us something to think about around the old family table this year. But God damn. And if you want to see it, the photo, uh, TMZ has gotten hold of the photographs of Andy Aldrich, the mass murderer from Club Q. Uh, there, There is mug shots from when he was arrested. They sh- they show exactly what uh, Richard Fierro and the uh, unnamed at this point trans woman uh, did to him, uh, pistol whipping him. Honest to God, uh, the back behind his left ear, you can almost see the print of a pistol. <laughs> the initials S and W, you know, <laughs> embedded it backwards in, into his flesh. Well, see and see that's the other thing. I don't know who he got as an attorney, but I heard something that astounded me, that they're using some sort of defense where, where he's saying, well, I'm, I'm one of them. Now, I mean, he yes, and again, way, as but- I said at the top of the program, if he's non-binary, I am, uh, I am the dowager empress of the, of, of the amorphous, multi-limb people, of, uh, creatures of Norblap 9. Yeah. Well, uh, 
No, what it is, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating. I know I am. But I think it is an educated guess. His lawyers made a bunch of noise about, uh, about law enforcement not looking to his social media. And how they'd better, by God, get a warrant. This guy's going to prove to be an incel. He's going to prove to be another one of these toxic, deadly, right-wing freaks from the, uh, from the, from the fever swamps of incelery. Yep. And there are probably posts out there about, with him grunting about how nobody will fuck him. And how he's taken either the red pill or the red pill and the black pill. Well, if he doesn't end up in the place with inflatable wallpaper, he will be in a place where he, he'll get all the fucking he could possibly want. Maybe well, but more. see, there's another thing at play here. If all that information comes out, and if it plays the way I expect it to, then the Justice Department could quite possibly decide that they want to have uh, they they want to swing at him too. And here's the difference: there is no death penalty in Colorado. The United States of America still has the death penalty. Yeah. And the Feds could theoretically seek the death penalty if they decide to charge him uh, federally. In other words, McVeigh has... Like a criminal violation of civil rights. Yeah, I am not a big fan of uh, that ultimate punishment, but I'm telling you, someone strolling into a place and doing that, I mean, come on. That... I don't know. I think the last of my relentless optimism went out the window this week. I mean, I was on that track, but what's the point? What's the point? I mean, I, I'm sorry, Ferg came back here. What was that last Scott? I'm saying, what's the point? I've I've gotten to the to the point where my, the last shred of, you know, eternal optimism that I was clinging on to went away with this event because it's like no matter what you do or don't do as a rational human being trying to make a difference in the world, it doesn't seem to, to matter. Well, I think, I, think that, I think to a certain extent that's the goal, Scott. We are supposed to withdraw into ourselves um, not – especially those of us who are deemed deviants or undesirables or others. We're supposed to withdraw into ourselves, never leave the house, and not be a part of civil society. What kind of world is that? I mean, It isn't. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They think that that's just nirvana for them. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's good for them because they never have to look at the likes of us. Well, fuck them. If they don't like the way I look or you look or anybody looks, it's it's not it's it's their that's their uh, madness. 
I, I just this this one was different. You know. How many years? Yeah, and the cynicism saw? involved with claiming membership in the commu- in, in the community he just ha- slaughtered is outrageous. And I doesn't his uh, social media and interactions with others prior to this belie the fact that the, the claim that he uh, Yeah, it does. Well, see, I I well, I hope whoever's investigating this whether it's the, the Colorado level or the federal level, gets every shred of information they can possibly get and either put this clown away for a long time, give him fucking Ezra Pound uh, uh, sentence, or, or just put him out of his misery. Because obviously you've got to be a miserable fuck to engage in, in such hatefulness and madness. So happy Thanksgiving, folks. Yeah, yeah. You know, God. Damn, but right? uh, listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm the only person who has put forward this this matter of the uh, Colorado ban on the trans panic and gay panic defense out there. I haven't seen a word about it from anybody else. So. When they finally get around to noticing that, just remember, if you are here and you are listening to this program for the 23rd of November, 2022, you were out in front of the curve so far that it felt like straight road, and you got it here first. I could be wrong. I don't think I am. Well, you call things pretty. I mean, your your uh, your uh, uh, average on calling things is pretty pretty consistent. No, well, I've got my Karnak hat on. You know, sis boom ba. <laughs> Described as sound made by a sheep exploding in reverse. Uh. Actually, it's boom boss sis. What is the sound of a sheep exploding in reverse? Karnak, the magnificent. <laughs> yeah. So, what is your plan for tomorrow? I, are we? Is there a a, a horn uh, festival tomorrow? Are you? Gonna- I'll I'll very likely be you know unless the trip to fan and the turkey just knocks me for a loop. I'll be right here at five p.m. Eastern. Oh, trip to fan. I. You said the way you said it, trip to fan. I go, where's fan? Is that down near Beckley or? No, that's van. That's van, uh, not fan. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, I, <laughs> the trip to van. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. Well, anyway, I wish you and and your uh, loved ones and the Horn family and their loved ones and the world at large more stuff to be thankful for, and there's plenty of it. And it's crap like this in, in Colorado Springs that shifts our attention and our and, and, and fucks with our emotions. And I'm, I'm not saying ignore it when the horrible stuff happens. But, you know, it's that old thing. As, as you travel, travel through life, no matter what your goal, keep your eye on the donut and not on the hole. And they truth, don't make it truth. easy. They don't make it easy 
to to be uh, 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 donut uh, attentive. Yeah, donut focused. Focused, yeah. So a, a sincere uh, wish to you and and everybody listening to me now. Uh, I'm thankful that you, whoever you are, even if I've never heard of you or we've never met, I'm thankful that you are on the planet, that you are hopefully surrounded by people who love you and you love them. And and what a beautiful sentiment. I hope you know you are. Well, I, I try to be. God knows you can't earn it. People have got to suck on their own that it's okay to say this one's all right. He's a cool dude or whatever they say. But I'm serious. Be safe, people, whether you're on the highway or those fools out there coming from the other direction or, or at the family table or in the store picking up a last-minute six-pack or whatever. For God's sake, but be attentive and be alert and, and, and be, be safe. Be safe. Here, here. And avoid the, avoid the madness wherever and whenever you can because it is out there. And they have you. And there, and there, and this, and, and there ain't no, this ain't dress rehearsal. This is what we get. No, no. Every moment, every moment, try to live in it. If I was there, Lady B said, talking about Jenna Ellis sitting there barking and grunting, I'd have leaned over to her and said, "You know what happens after we die? Nothing. We cease to exist, and our ego goes with it. Death is a meaningless void. There's nothing. We're a blip on the Earth timeline. We're not special. We exist." And then we're gone. And then a quote. In fact, I had an acid trip once and realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we're all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There's no such thing as death. Life is only a dream. And we are the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. Yeah. With thanks to the late, great Bill Hicks. Indeed. Indeed, uh, Lady B, I love you too. Lady B yes. kicked uh, kicked in, so, just so you won't end on a goose egg. And so we are at uh, um, twelve seventy, twelve seventy. Thank you, Lady B. And uh, uh, Jude sent a note saying, "My company, in more ways than one, children and dogs are able to be at my work. See how I'm fed by such love. Send in kindness to you, Robin, and my very best to the community. Thank you, Jude. You are a dear." And what a pretty puppers. What a pretty puppers. Sweet kids. Um, so, yeah, we'll knock off now. Just a little bit early. Not a whole lot. Thank you, Scott, for a lovely conversation. I appreciate well, it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Robin. And I'll be around tomorrow. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll be front porching tomorrow. This is not going to be some filler robster. Okay. Well, that's all right. And we can all talk about... Uh, our Thanksgiving traditions, because there are many of them. Oh, yes, there are, and I'm so excited about making the dressing, I can't hardly stand myself. It's simple, but it's just, are you, are I have it once a year, and then I th start thinking about it long about October, and I'm sorry, what? Has it gotten to the point where you're actually beside yourself? Well, you know, it's 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 kind of like Ralphie says in the original. I tried to watch the Christmas story. story. Uh, no. No, you you cannot duplicate that. No, no. Bit of magic. No, well, because Gene Shepard is long gone for starters. Yeah. Uh, well, no. What I was my old is, man was a turkey fiend. Yeah. If you if you're beside yourself and you're doing things around the kitchen on on a busy you'll bump into holiday, yourself on a busy holiday. You need an extra pair of hands occasionally. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm I'm not Martha Stewart here. I know, but I know at least that.
an extra pair of hands. In the you're not wrong. It's never a bad thing, especially when you're up to your elbow in uh, in stuffing mix or whatever. Stuffing goop. And, and you know, we call it dressing this time of year, but the fact of the matter is, I think any chef would tell you it's a savory bread pudding. Well, it is. It is. And stop making it so dry, those of you. I, I thought I saw a, 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 a camel look out from my spoonful of dressing one year. It was so dry. It turns out it was so lucky. But on that uh, cigarette note, I'm going to go away. <laughs> and I and I thank you for, uh, for I'm thankful for you is what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Scott. Awkward uh, East Coast way. And all the rest of you bums. Oh, and and, and uh, uh, Tracy agrees with us on a Christmas story story. Oh God, it sucked. I tried too. Made it through ten minutes. That I, I made it. I made it up to where the uh, the Bumpus kid. Because uh, the Bumpuses are still there. Yeah, I made it up to where the Bumpus the kid came out. <laughs> the smelly Bumpus house. <laughs> you know, it, it, I get a little triggered every year because, of course, we know where the Bumpuses are from. Yeah, we sure as fuck do. <laughs> they they are a clan, truly. I, they are from they, West Virginia. They are clearly identified as being from West Virginia. And they have... <laughs> And they have lots of dogs. Smelly dogs, Robin. Smelly. Yes, yes. And and it's even wormed its way into 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 they our have, vocabulary here. Those those bumpus owls have worms. But yeah, you know, we can <laughs> Annette does it, I do it. <laughs> you see something dumb here and you go, Bumpuses <laughs> It just is what it is. Listen, right. you take care, Scott. I'll talk to you soon, okay? I will. You too, and Horn family, be well, stay happy, and be safe. <laughs> Bye now. See ya. I really am grateful for this community. Thankful for this community. We'll talk about that some more tomorrow. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to our PayPal and Patreon subscribers. Thank you to our a la carte contributors. That's George and Lady B this evening. Thank you so much. Thank you to each and every one of you who shares your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to Roger and Sparky in the chat room this evening. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you. Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Brand new Fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is head on dot live. Because among other things, no ads. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know. The folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20 plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia and a proud union shop. Please stay safe. Get your booster. Get your flu shot. Wipe down surfaces. Help stop the the spread of RSV. Wear your mask when you're around around the great maggot, unvaxxed and unwashed. 
Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Use your hand sanitizer. Maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet, like Paul from Parts Unknown says. That may be difficult the next day or so, but that you can still try. And if somebody comes, if somebody comes burbling and crossing themselves down the sidewalks and, oh, the people that got shot at Club Q are in hell. We need to be talking about that. They're in hell. Avoid that toxic maggot like the plague because she is and always 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 Gina it's all for you later